going on, everybody? It's your girl, Rokita, coming to you from Rose Corner, ready to give you your weekly NFL highlights. That's right. I want to once again thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in to the Onstage TV Plus Network, where you can find me here every Thursday at 7 p.m., ready to dig in our week's NFL highlights. That's right, folks. Here we are in week 14 already. Week 14 and it's getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm telling you, December is a month of football. And this is where we start to see a lot of things take place because remember, week 14, we're just four weeks away from regular season games. Before you know it, we'll be in the playoffs and then we'll be celebrating that championship game. And I'm telling you, Every week is different. The ranks are changing week by week. We never know what's going to happen. Take, for instance, our Monday night football game. Did you see the Monday night football game? Uh, most of you probably thought the Los Angeles Rams were not going to win that game. But that's what I'm talking about. We've got teams like the Los Angeles Rams that are playing teams like the Arizona Cardinals. They're 10-3, and three, the number one team in the league right now, and they lost to the LA Rams. The LA Rams didn't even have most of their starting players. Well, they did, but they had a couple pivotal players that were out due to COVID and they still won that game. So just like that, it's like anybody's game right now. You've got teams like the 49ers, you've got the Washington football team, you've got the Miami Dolphins, all these teams that are now trying to grab a spot in the playoffs but you know what that's all right because that's what we love about football that's what we're here for and if you're like me and you love this game then you are just as excited as i am so uh i'm ready to dive in are you interesting fact though that i definitely have to share because we talk about these um, playoffs coming up and right now in the AFC and the NFC, we have something that's never been done before since these conferences have been formed back in 1970. We now have three teams leading each one of those conferences tied for first place. That's right, three teams. On the AFC side at nine and four, we've got the New England Patriots, the Tennessee Titans, and the Kansas City Chiefs all tied for first place. On the NFC side, 10 and three, we've got the Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and of course, your Arizona Cardinals. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, back in week seven, I said, I said, we're just about at that halfway point and things are getting ready to change. And that's exactly what has happened. Things have changed. And now you have teams like the Seattle Seahawks, the Las Vegas Raiders, who started off so good, just kind of sliding back down the rankings and trying to hold on. Meanwhile, those other teams are grabbing at them ankles, trying to get a spot for that wild card game so they can get into the playoffs. And right now, you never know. It's anybody's game. So from week to week, it's just happening and it's just changing. So guess what I'm doing? I'm here to give you those week to week updates, just like that. So we're gonna recap some week 14 highlights, including some of the games that I thought were probably the most crucial pivotal, pivotal games of this past week. 
uh, players that made big plays in some of those games as well. What our top 14 ranking is looking like for week 14 and who's up for MVP this year. That's right, I'm giving it all to you right now. So let's go, let's get started. Join me in Rose Corner. Woo! Okay, so look, again, we are just weeks away. We have four weeks of regular season games and then that's it and we are there to the playoffs. So for me, there were some games that took place this week that kind of made a difference, not only in the rankings, but who's moving up that ladder for the playoffs. For instance, first game, Washington football team versus the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so look, the Washington football team lost it. And I brought it up because that now puts them in a position to have to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay, for a wild card spot. And um, mainly because the Dallas Cowboys allowed them to come back in this game because the Dallas Cowboys were beating the Washington Redskins 24 to zero up until the end of the third quarter. So I'm not really sure what happened. It's almost like after halftime, we've seen a whole different um, movement and, and groove within the team, especially from Dak. I just, after halftime, by third quarter, I just noticed I don't know what he was doing. He was scrambling around in the pocket. It's almost like he couldn't see anybody. He couldn't see anyone open. And then give it up to the Washington um, football team's defense for being able to recognize Dak not being where he's supposed to be or doing what he's supposed to do and completely shutting down his offense. So um, that's kind of what got me with this game is that they allowed the Washington football team to come back. In fact, Cowboys didn't even score again until the fourth quarter when they had to settle for a field goal. So for that one, for me, that's why I brought that up. Cowboys, come on, you got to play off position, but when you have teams like Washington that are fighting like that, you're going to have to fight and play a little bit harder. So we'll see what happens this Sunday when the Cowboys face the New York Giants and Washington faces the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, another interesting game, that I thought kind of turned out and we had another team that came back almost won this game was the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. So the Browns won that game 24 to 22. Uh, they pretty much led that game though too, the entire game. And so here we see them shutting out the Ravens 17-0 in the second quarter, by the second quarter. So you know, unfortunately, we don't even see the Browns score again until like the fourth quarter, third or fourth quarter. Uh, by then, Lamar Jackson is out. He was out with an ankle injury, as we now know, um, was not a high ankle sprain, which is different than a regular ankle sprain because, you know, a high ankle sprain will have you out for weeks feeling like you broke your ankle. So it's not a high ankle sprain. That's a really good thing for him. They're saying he's going to be in this week, week 15. It's such a pivotal time. He needs to be in the game. But again, uh, you see Kyler Murray. He was out a few weeks for a sprained ankle. So uh, we're going to have to see how this all plays out. But I just thought it was really interesting how Baltimore Ravens, down that deficit, um, came back to almost win that game. So we're talking about teams that are so eager um, to get up into those playoff spots that 
Every game counts, every play counts, every moment in these games count. So we'll see how all this works out because this Sunday, the Baltimore Ravens are facing off the Green Bay Packers. Oh my goodness, so we've got two, two division front runners playing. Uh, Cleveland, they play the Raiders and actually a double header this Saturday, Cleveland Browns and the Las Vegas Raiders play on Saturday. It almost feels like the wild card games are here because here we are approaching week 15, week 14, just some things changed. You know, I wasn't expecting the Ravens to lose like that. I don't think anyone was expecting the Rams to win the way they did either. So that's all I'm saying is uh, we'll see if those Raiders can hold up this weekend. They've got a pretty tough team to beat on their hands. Another game that I thought was one hell of a game, played quite well, was the 49ers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And you know it, you already know. Of course, that's my team. So of course, I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers. But aside from that, it was just a really good game. Now, granted, it did start off a little bit slow. Um, things kind of got going for the Niners after Debo scored that touchdown. I mean, a 27-yard run kind of changed the momentum of how that game was going. And then from there, we just see JG take off with some big plays. You have George Kittle making big plays, Brandon IU. So for me, um, a lot of big plays kind of on both sides of this game. Ultimately, the Niners pull it off. They went 26 to 23. And I think for me, the best play, and again, it was in overtime. So this game was down to the wire. And one of the best plays of the game, of course, was the game-winning touchdown from Brandon IU. But what made that play so great, it was a 12-yard touchdown. Jimmy Garoppolo throws it to Brandon IU. was the fact that right before then, we see IU go in for a one-yard touchdown, and they reverse the call. They call it back. No touchdown. But what does JG do? He goes right back to Brandon Ayuan because he knows what that boy can do. And what did he do? He got in the end zone and won that game for the San Francisco 49ers. Big plays in that game between Ayuk and Kittle. Uh, George Kittle was lit in this game. Okay, can I just share some numbers with you? He had 151 receiving yards and one touchdown this game. Last week, 132 yards he had. Um with the touchdown so for me the most amazing catch of that game i think was that 19 yard pass we seen from jimmy garoppolo to george kittle that was the most beautiful executed play and throw and catch that i think i have seen probably the best catch all weekend long and i know you've seen it if you love football you watch that game and you've seen that game you see keith kittle go up in that air and his form the leap he's about five feet off the ground he stands the ball he's got to his fingertips brings it down he lands does this whole little fancy spin okay so maybe he doesn't do all that but that's what it seemed like he did this whole ballet move that was just perfect perfect throw perfect play i gotta say it was an amazing one uh, 49ers play the Atlantic Falcons this Sunday. They are that team that's inching their way up, folks. I keep saying it. They may not have started off so great this season. We kind of been here and there. A couple back-to-back -back games we won now, four back-to-back -back games. 
We're in this Cincinnati. They play the Denver Broncos um, this weekend. So again, uh, another game that feels like kind of a wild card game. Unfortunately, I didn't catch the Denver Broncos game. Um, I did see, though, the um, tribute they paid to Demaris uh, Thomas for um, uh, he just passed away on Thursday. So that was actually nice. I did catch that. So kind of sad situation. Uh, he was found dead last Thursday, and the Denver Broncos did something really, really nice. Former player of the Denver Broncos. So uh, a couple other games that I thought were really, really good. You know, uh, it, during this time, it's just hard to catch all the games. And lucky for myself, I have this really amazing smart TV where I can watch about four games at one time on my screen. And I seriously watch all four games with the volume up so I can see everything that's going on in all these games. But it's still hard to catch all these games. I did see the Tennessee Titans. They beat the Jaguars. 22-0. Um, you know, the Titans are second in the AFC. I, I don't know what kind of outcome we expected from this game. Um, maybe we thought the Jaguars would put three points on the board, uh, but it was a shutout. It was 22-0. And, um, you know, the Tennessee Titans, what can I say? They have the defense and they still have the run game, even without Derrick Henry. Even when everyone said they're not going to be able to sustain that momentum and that run game without Derrick Henry. But guess what? They're doing it, folks, and they're doing it ever so lovely. Um, that was kind of a, uh, a game that was one of those I was kind of back and forth from. But it's the Jaguars. The Jaguars place. Um, they actually play the Houston uh, Texans this weekend, which happen to have the same record as them, 2-11. and 11. Uh, The Tennessee Titans face off the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, which is one of those teams to me that's kind of uh, slipping back down. They didn't start so great, and then they kind of had this little peak, and now they're kind of coming back down. Uh, big Ben and them. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think that's going to be a good game, though. Uh, but like I said, it almost feels like some of these games are like, wildcard games like everybody's trying to get in especially with these teams that we did not think we'd see this far and now the teams that we thought were going to be there are kind of sliding back down um, another team that we wasn't so sure was going to make it this far because they didn't start off so great was the kansas city chiefs they played the las vegas raiders and i'm telling you uh you know 48 to 9 Kansas City Chiefs beat the Raiders 48 to nine. And yes, here we see Mahomes being Mahomes. He had a great game. He completed 20 out of 24 passes. He had 20, 250 passing yards. Um, but I, I don't even want to talk about him and what they did. Uh, I'm more interested in what's going on with the Raiders. And they've been in my, my weekly highlights a few times, especially earlier in the season, because, you know, I mentioned uh, about week four, five, might have been six, when uh, things started happening for them and just start wasn't looking too good. And, you know, started with uh, the resigning of the coach, John Gruden, and then, um, you know, weeks later, you had the situation with Ruggs and the DUI. And then right after that, you had another first round draft pick, 2020 draft pick that got dropped from the team for posting threats and 
threatening to kill people on social media. So, you know, we see the spiral of things happening off the field. And I was hoping that these things would not affect the Raiders on the field, but it's almost like it has. It completely has turned this team around. And unfortunately, they're really slipping back. I'm not sure what is going on. They had three fumbles in that game, one interception thrown, and they kicked three field goals. I mean, that type of playing is not going to get you to win games. And it's definitely not going to get you to beat teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. So um, I feel sorry for the Raiders. Just so much going on with that team. And it just seems to really kind of been an influence to how they're playing right now. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The, again, they play the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Raiders aren't completely out of it yet. Um, however, if they don't win these next three games, they're not going to make it. Okay. Uh, they play the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders play the Cleveland Browns in a doubleheader this Saturday. Um, Kansas City has the big game starting off week 15. They have the game Thursday night against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now that, folks, is a big, big game. Why is that a big game? Because they're right behind each other. <laughs> Kansas City is number one in the AFC West and the LA Chargers are number two. So again, Every week, those ranks are changing. Why? Because those teams that are down here are now finding their way up. And I'm telling you folks, it's changing the way the football games are being played. It's changing the way these ranks are moving. It's changing the way the playoffs are getting ready to get set up. So I will say week 15 is that week. We are really going to see some things happen. And it's going to start Thursday with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Uh, speaking of the Chargers, though, they did win this past Sunday. They beat the New York Giants 37-21. to Great game for Justin Herbert, okay? Um, I've told you, and I've said it many times, I think Herbert is an amazing quarterback. I think his growth just this season has been outstanding. Just over the years, I really think he's become really one of the best quarterbacks in the league and there i've said it yes i've said it um i just think he plays a phenomenal game he's got um you know good poise he's able to read the field did you see those passes from him we've got to talk about the passes and that's what i'm talking about he knows how to make big first one is where he calls a 59 yard pass to guyton for a touchdown guyton it drops in his hands and he walks right into the end zone. A 59-yard pass. Then Herbert turns around, throws a 36-yard pass touchdown to Palmer in the third quarter. Where well, it wasn't a touchdown. He actually threw 39s to Palmer um, in the third quarter. So that pretty much solidified uh, the game. This is going to be a phenomenal, I think, season-turning weekend. Sunday, we've got some matchups on Sunday that are going to be Big, big games as well. So, look, folks, this is it, okay? It's getting down to it. It's been an amazing season. So amazing that, do you know, okay? And I read this. This is the first season in quite a long time, okay, where only six teams, only six teams are not, hear me, are not within 
one game of making it to the playoffs. Did you hear that? Only six teams are not within. That's just how amazing this season has been. I mean, look, we've got three teams tied for first in the AFC, three teams tied with the exact same record in the NFC. That says so much about football. I'm telling you, what it comes down to is, again, you've got the Patriots, the Titans, and the Chiefs tied, 9-4. Right behind them, though, you have the Ravens, the Chargers, the Colts, and the Bills. Do you see what I'm talking about? NFC, tied 10 and three. You've got the Green Bay Packers, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Right behind them, you've got the Cowboys, the Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Washington football team. That's what I'm talking about, folks. That's what it's come down to now is that these teams that we did not think were going to have a chance are now climbing their way up this playoff ladder. Why? Because everybody wants to be a champion. Everybody wants to make it to the championship. So I just can't wait. You know, I cannot wait to see what happens in the playoffs because I honestly think it's going to be some surprises in there. Of course, we have a couple teams that are probably going to go um, that we already know, same teams that got the two MVP players uh, for running, for uh, getting MVP this season. So uh, we know how that works. So what I want to do is run down uh, week 14's top 14 rankings because it always changes every week. Uh, the first three teams, again, have an MVP in the running for this year. Uh, number one ranking, of course, um, would be your boy um, Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, he's in the running for MVP, as well as number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Now, before it was just the two, uh, recently Kyler Murray has made this a three-man race, who's number three on this list, um, for MVP as well. Now, is that going to change because of this loss they just had Monday? And we know Kyler Murray is a phenomenal quarterback. He's taken this Arizona Cardinals team uh, pretty far in some years. So I don't think it's going to hurt. But from well, some recent reports, he's kind of in the running, making this almost a three-man race for that MVP spot. Uh, number four, we have the New England Patriots. Uh, number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. We then have the Dallas Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills, the Los Angeles Rams, those Indiana Colts. Uh, then we have at number nine, the um, number 10, the Chargers, LA Chargers, the Cincinnati Bengals, Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, and clinching the spot at number 14. And 14 is, you know it, you see it. The San Francisco 49ers, my team, that's right. But moving up, following these teams are the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the Miami Dolphins have, the Miami Dolphins, I didn't think, really had a chance at the beginning of the season. We'll just say that. Um, the Cincinnati Browns, of course, playing great game, great defense, and again, the Washington football team. These teams are moving up. Again, what's happening is teams that we just did not think we're going to make it 
are making it. And guess what they're doing? They're making this one hell of a football season. So, hey, I don't know about you, but if you're excited like I am, if you're a football fan like I am, then you're excited like I am too. And you know, this has been an exciting season. I've been saying it since week three, week four, when we had these phenomenal overtime games, Sunday night games, Monday night games, where the season just started off blowing up and it's continuing to do that so i'm just excited to see what's going to happen um another update and highlight that i'd like to share before i go because yes my time is almost up um it's COVID updates so the funny thing about monday night's win again like i mentioned with the rams is that they didn't even have their starting player jalen ramsey quarterback um in the game as well as a few other players because of COVID-19. So as of date today, there's 36 total NFL players that are placed on the COVID reserve list, okay? Eight from the Cleveland Browns who just beat the Ravens and six from the uh, Los Angeles Rams. But now added to that is Odell Beckham Jr. He's now been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. I'm telling you folks, um, you know, it's kind of almost scary and I'm really nervous. I'm not even going to lie. I'm just, I'm nervous because I don't want to be back in the bubble. Okay. I don't want us to play in the bubble. I want the Super Bowl game to be, if it's a play in a bubble, put it in the dump. Okay. We'll call that the bubble, but I don't want to be shut out for the game. I want to go to the championship game, but you know, the way these numbers are going up, there's kind of some concern. 36 is the most um, to date of total players that are placed on the COVID-19 relief list. And so, you know, folks, look, it's the holidays. It's the holiday season. So we are spending this time with our loved ones. Um, but it is important that we stay safe. And even if you are vaccinated, uh, being safe means probably still wearing a face mask, especially if you're in large crowds. But because things have opened up, people are gathering more and they're saying that's probably why the COVID numbers are going up. So um, all we can do is try our best to be safe. But again, no bubble, please. Let's get through this season. Let's get through this season. It's almost over. Um, but it's the holidays. Like I said, it's the holidays. You know, everybody's wanting to gather and get around, which is great. You know, I hope everyone is spending this time around friends and loved ones. Um, this is it for me. I am wrapping it up. I cannot wait to get back here to discuss week 15. And I hope, I hope you join me again next week, week 15, when I bring you your weekly NFL highlights. So again, I'm so excited. I know I said that a few times, but I am truly excited. And if you love football the way I love football, you're just as excited too. I hope you are spending this time with some loved ones. Um, safely, please um, enjoy the holiday seasons. Go be merry and meet me back here next week so we can talk about week 15 NFL highlights. That's it for me. It's your girl, Rokita, signing out from Rose Corner. Thank you for joining me again. You can catch me here on the On Stage Plus TV network. Download the app. I'm here every Thursday at 7 p.m. giving you your week.